to Lord of the Rings Sentence. Your welcome to the Lord of the Rings Sentence, your one-stop podcast for the hey, most hey, hey. breakdown of J.R.R. Tolkien's most famous work, The Lord of the Rings. I'm I mean, your host, Timothy. That's hey, 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 whoa. Southbound Film Lab. And Thanks we also for having have, me, Timothy. Uh, Chad. Yeah, we also Chad. You might know Chad from podcasts such as Best Pictures, and we need to talk about Spider-Man. Uh, Chad and Sam, how's it going? It's going okay. really good. So you did a good job. You you said all the things, but that's my job. Okay, well, let's get that. into the one sentence to rule them all. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. All right, first time I'm gonna whoa. give a little background to skipping catch us right, skipping right have, over uh, the skipping right over the icebreaker sorry? challenge. Oh, did you so, want to say something? Yeah, typically this is okay. This is my show, so it's I can great say to have whatever you on, I by want. The way. Hey. Uh-huh. This is Lord of the Rings. Sentence your one-stop podcast for the most detailed and meticulous breakdown of J.R.R. Tolkien's most famous works, Lord of the Rings. I'm Chad, and we were on with Timothy and Sam. And uh, who's your favorite character from the Lord of the Rings, Sam? Uh, God. Is is, is there... I think I'm getting, like, feedback, because, like, Timothy just said something, and now I'm hearing it again. So... For those of you listening for the first time, this is my podcast, not Timothy's. He's this is my podcast. To Welcome know. to Lord of the Rings Sentence, your one-stop podcast for the most meticulous and detailed breakdown. Uh, my favorite character. Yeah, let's, um, let's dive into that. I really like. There's a couple. I really, I really like Faramir. Faramir's great. Very touching. I like how you he's know, got the, like that. Uh, he's a fail son. You know? to, to Boromir. Yeah. Yeah. My yeah. sister is like Boromir. And I'm like Faramir, oh. you know, and, okay. and uh, always second best. And um, I like Faramir, and obviously, um, I really like Pippin. Pippin's, Pippin's amazing. Great. This Pippin is sort of I... like besides the like for, everyone loves Frodo and Sam. I love Frodo and Sam. Yeah, but those yeah, are two yeah. standouts. So, so uh, I I prefer Sam because my name is Sam. But right. aside from that, I like Liv Tyler. Um, Liv Tyler. Is that just because yeah. she's hot or like? Yeah. Her yeah. name is Ar. Or the character name is Arwen. What? Yeah, I like Orlando Arwen. Bloom. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is so, hot, renaming hot characters now? Yeah. Um, Timothy, you brought up uh, Pippin, played by Billy Boyd. Um, yes. And he and Dominic Monaghan have podcast. a podcast that is a rival to mine. I uh, started a Lord of the Rings podcast before they did. And then, like a week or two later, they release one. Is their podcast uh, strictly Lord of the Rings, though? I feel like it's sort of uh, they just chat, and it's the appeal is that they were in Lord of the Rings together. But I thought the whole thing was like you might be right. I watched like stories. I'm not. No, you're really probably sure. right. I watched um, like a clip, and they weren't talking about Lord of the Rings. They were talking about yeah, like true. life and spirituality and things like that. But um, yeah, but I share clips from this show, and it's like me talking about how hey if you want to you can say the word ass on the podcast because you i share clips from this show my show and it's you know things like my one of show. my guests chad trying to take over as host yeah yeah i'm, I'm not i'm not happy about billy and the other guy trying to take over you know my spot here in the in the podcast market yeah it's, it's just starting to feel oversaturated because it's like you have a good idea and then people that have clout yeah. just come in and take it just the feeling of like building something yourself and then someone coming else along and saying it's theirs it's like one of the worst feelings in yeah the world and, you know, yeah like that, plagiarism that does feel bad like that um, that was the big problem with uh christiella is plagiarism who uh with who yeah this is a this is a reference i'm not christiella and then how you say his name 
um Chris D'Elia. D'Elia. No. Oh yeah, Chris D'Elia. <laughs> yeah. He was stealing no, he, jokes. Yeah, still jokes. Timothy, we're guy. allowed to curse on this podcast, right? No. Yeah. No. Oh yeah. I'll that guy. To, yeah. Okay. I'll have to bleep this stuff out. I agree yeah, with the sentiment. No, I'll bleep it out. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I agree with the sentiment, but you you can say frick that guy uh, mm-hmm. or screw that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but not the F word. Yeah, sure. You can say whatever you want. It doesn't matter. I, you know, I don't even know how to bleed things. So yeah, yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter. You know, I edit these things. It doesn't take very long. Yeah, so, yeah. Gr- no, gr- this podcast is no work. Yeah, yeah. GarageBand doesn't have bleeps, so it's fine. Yeah. Okay. This is a weird vibe. I don't like what's happening. Um, do I have... Can I mute what's, uh, people everyone? on... Yeah, let's mute. <laughs> All right, Timothy's muted for now. Oh, no. Okay, yeah. Oh, he unmuted, unmuted himself. <laughs> Hold on. Can I uh, force you to remain muted? I don't know how Zoom works. I guess I'll I'll ask to unmute and then. All right, here's the icebreaker challenge. What uh, can everyone name? Uh, just like one scene from the movie that's one of their favorite scenes. That's something that hasn't been talked about on the podcast so far. Mm, Chad, you go first. Sure. I I mean I'm a sucker for Gimli and Legolas's bromance. Um, and I, I love the part in Return of the King where uh, Gimli says, um, never thought I'd, uh, say I never thought I'd die fighting side by side by an elf. And then mm-hmm. he says, what about with a friend? And he says, I, I, can, I can live with that or something like that. Really, really touching yeah. moment. Yeah, yeah, I like that part. I liked when Aragorn thought that Merry and Pippin died and he kicks, kicks the head. Oh, you know. You oh, know. And, 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 did you know he broke his toe? Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just I really love when actors like, injure themselves for the art. Um, uh, like when Leonardo DiCaprio like broke his hand. Like that's the thing that made it mm-hmm. a good scene. Is that it he wasn't a good scene himself? Uh, right. uh, one of my, uh, I really a good movie until that things happened. like that in filmmaking when um, the supplemental information about the movie is what makes it good or interesting rather than the actual finished product. Yeah, that's um, what being a cinephile is. It means you look up the trivia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that, I, uh, that's probably my favorite. So, uh, Timothy, as the the second what? guest on the podcast, uh, what's one of your favorite scenes? Um, yeah, thanks for thanks for say... bringing this to my podcast. This idea to talk about scenes we like. Yeah, I'd have to say as the host of the podcast that well, one of my yes. favorite moment from any of the films I think is in um, is when they're in Rohan and Aragorn is like and uh, Viggo Mortensen you know is like open walls upon you whether you would risk it or not and Theoden is like when last I looked Theoden not Aragorn was king of Rohan and then Gimli lets out like a loud wet burp <laughs> <laughs> Gimli's the best we hadn't really talked about Gimli probably because we haven't gotten to him in the book who? Uh, Gimli? What? All right, so the one sentence to rule them all. Okay, I'm going to need silence. We're Hold on. Read. No, Timothy. Okay, we got we to gotta nip this in the bud because if you read this sentence, it's going to mess up the audiobook that I'm compiling for Patreon subscribers. I'll let you read um, it this week. I will read it like I read it every week because it's my podcast. I'd lo- you, um, you're such a great orator, Chad. Could you read this? I'd love to hear. Yeah, that. I really like your reading voice is much better than mine. Mm-hmm. So to catch people up um, to this point, if this is your first time listening to my podcast, Lord of the Rings sentence, uh, this book so far is about a guy named Bilbo who's having a birthday party and his neighbors in Hobbiton are suspicious because he disappeared and came back with lots of treasure and he doesn't get old. He doesn't have a lot of friends. He's hospitable to his uh, neighbors, except for the Sackville Bagginses. 
uh, and he became he became friends with his younger cousins as they grew up. The oldest of these, and and Bilbo's favorite, is Frodo. Uh, and Frodo's going to inherit the money. He's been adopted as his heir. Uh, and last we checked in, they have the same birthday. So Bilbo is coercing Frodo to live with him so that they can comfortably celebrate their birthdays together uh, in Bag End. That leads us into... Excuse me. You have a wonderful into, voice. Yeah. Yeah, this is why you're the, the host. Leads us into the one sentence to rule them all. And I do need silence for this part. <clears throat> At that time, Frodo was still in his tweens, as the hobbits called the irresponsible twenties between childhood and coming of age, at 33. Great sentence, eye-opening sentence. Mm -hmm. um, did not know the word tween existed when this book was written. Uh, what about you guys? It's possible Tolkien invented it. I mean, he, he yeah, I like to invented think a lot of words. Yeah. He invented it. And um, because tweens for humans is, is what between it's 11 and 12 kind yeah, of it's like before yeah, yeah, you're a teenager yeah. it's yeah. like a very narrow range and so mm -hmm. for them it's a much longer and all of us are in our hobbiton tweens and honestly okay. that kind of society that's built around like not being considered an adult until you're 33 years old sounds so sounds nice great. It, it sounds it, incredible it, sounds it, does, it kind of is the case I think in America for a lot of like a certain type of urban, maybe educated middle-class sort uh -huh. of Americans. I think that kind of yeah. is, you know, adulthood does get sort of pushed back um, for certain, you know, people in certain labor sectors. And, and yeah. Like and, and Timothy, I was curious um, because of your, um, it, are, are the hobbits slacker pilled? The hobbits. Uh, I think that they are an image or, of, of slacker pildom, yes. Um, or is their society um, just structured around um, the idea that you don't even need a slacker pill? Right. There's, I think it's the latter. They're less alienated, you know, from their labor. Yes. We talked about yes, this yes. on a previous episode about distributism or something like that. I think mm -hmm. that whatever the, the relationship between, uh, you know, production and labor and ownership is, it's not... Um, you know something that's fully liberated you know in some ideal sense but they're, mm -hmm. they're, they're they're farther along and have this kind of uh i don't even say farther along you might think of them as kind of a retrograde like jeffersonian yeoman thing but um i think that they have more yeoman farmers i see you a little element of that i think that they might be um there's there's an element of uh you don't see like soul crushing uh lives spent away in toil necessarily i think people sort of just till their land and seem fine in, in the shire it's part of the utopic uh element i guess yeah yeah so uh, something that strikes me about this like idea of tweens is that the coming of age is at 33 precisely um mm -hmm. right which is well, an we, interesting we, we have we have thought. numbers like that though we have numbers like 18 I True. Think is a, is 21 like, is like you can drink. 18 is you're an adult. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think it's just something but, like that. But hobbits can drink at whatever age, correct? That's um we presumably. see we see Frodo drinking in the movies, and he's not yet 33. So no, he's he, not yet an adult. He's a tween. He's, so pre he's presumably 33 is not drinking age. It's something right. else. His 33rd birthday is the same as Bilbo's 111th birthday. Oh, do that we know part, this? 
Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I looked it up. The party is for both of them. And even though it's Frodo's big coming of age party, Bilbo seems to sort of take up all of the spotlight because I don't know, eleven D, you know, it's a fun word to say. I don't know, like one one one, it looks nice, but it really should be Frodo's day. That's um, kind of a bummer. Yeah. I thought so they were like tight. They're tight, but um, I wanted to say that, you know, there's been an insistence on this podcast so far in previous episodes on the age of Bilbo being 111 is extremely exceptional. Yeah. But uh, the average Hobbit lifespan is 100 years, um, and okay. which which makes a little bit more sense to the 33 uh, figure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so human average lifespan, according to the UN, is 72.6 years. So 111 is like being 80. Um, which is elderly, but not like positively ancient. Yeah, yeah. Um, but to be eighty-five, to, to be one hundred and eleven, and to look fifty, he, though that's exactly sure. No, sure. That's that's the extraordinary yeah. thing. Bilbo yeah. gains his treasure when he's fifty-one, which is kind of like a human thirty-seven-ish. Yeah. So it's imagine if someone was eighty and they looked thirty-seven. It is remarkable. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But but he's also within. It's just as far as his age. It's not like he people think he's immortal necessarily. I mean that you can yeah. just, from the fact that he hasn't been aging. But mm-hmm. just uh, looks good. And uh, and this brings up we don't know if he's had Botox or what kind of skin creams. Like true. have we have can, we gotten into Bilbo's skincare routine? He can definitely afford it um yeah that's true so yeah. and and that's a big part of it is um just being able to afford just good skincare mm-hmm. or um and just like if needed on top of that just like defying the male stereotypes of like you don't have to take care of yourself like he is a guy who takes care of his body he cares about what he looks like uh clearly i mean he's preserving himself into his old age to look so young yeah like he, he's you know He's a modern we stand, man. We stand yeah. a handsome king. We stand a handsome king. Exactly. Skincare is good. Oh, it's only the, king, the kings come later. You got Eric Horn, et cetera. Uh, I don't know who that is. Um, the irresponsible 20s between childhood oh, yeah. and coming of age. So irresponsible 20s. That does feel like modern American life. Yeah, I, I, think, I think a better image than Frodo of that is like Mary and Pippin. Right? Exactly. I think you got to assume they're about the same yeah. age. And they are just, you know, doing pranks and drinking and mm-hmm. they're, they're doing hood rat things with their friends. Yeah. And Frodo maybe doesn't fireworks seem... in a neighborhood. Yeah. Uh... yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I think part of that is because Frodo lives with his older uncle slash cousin. Slash father. So, right. Slash father. And so you take on the maturity. And so that's the thing with people that are homeschooled are often like <laughs> good with adults, right? Yeah. But and really the, bad with people they're all they're age. The read out with actually. Yeah. The read of and Frodo so, as a homeschooled kid is a very good read. Yeah. So and I and I think that's part of it because he's like but it also gives him the strength. Adults. Mm-hmm. He um and but like Miriam Pippin, like who like being who would you rather hang with? Mary I'm Pippin. trying to hang with Miriam Pippin. absolutely sam is uh like unarguably the best friend uh mary and pippin are unarguably the best hang (laughs) um yeah no i i i meant uh as portrayed by sean austin oh uh, aston aston okay aston whoa don't have to bleep it (laughs) don't have to bleep Uh, it i was just saying a name um yeah i like this image of the irresponsible 20s you imagine that this story takes place sort of it begins right as Frodo's finally coming of age. So he's kind of having to grow up and, mm-hmm. and, and do whatever it is that the rest of the book is about, you know? Um, yeah. 
And um, and obviously we're not sure what Frodo is about to do if we haven't read the book. But I'm all we know is he's about to celebrate his and his cousin's birthday. Yeah, but I have it read the like book, it's a, by the way. It seems I'm, like it's a I'm, birthday I'm, book. I'm curious what happens after the tweens, like because if we're looking right. at it as like with um humans in America, which is where we are, is like 21. You're like allowed to drink like that's mm-hmm. a milestone right right or 25 you can rent a car um things like that at 35 you can become the president of the united e- states exactly yeah. yeah 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 and so i'm curious like what 33 signifies like can they sign a lease without yeah you probably get your own hole in the ground or something instead of yeah yeah your right cousin. yeah Do you yeah. like are you like a, a minor before 33? Like, is it, can you vote that, before 33? Do you even vote in the Shire? We don't, Are there we elections? don't know anything about Frodo's parents, do we? They're never mentioned? No, just That's the, the thing about making them, uh, making Frodo and Bilbo, you know, uh, every relation to each other simultaneously means we don't really have to meet or think about their like immediate relatives. Now there's yeah. all these, you know, distant relatives, Sackville Bagginses and Proud mm-hmm. Feet and et cetera, but you don't ever really hear much about anyone else that would have been close to them. It's possible that they live in a different uh, town right. in the Shire. Um, yeah, I, um, I, I like that. I like that it's, um, they're they're all they need. All you need is your cousin, uncle, dad. Cousin, um, uncle, dad, Bilbo. Um, mm-hmm. I've always imagined Frodo as an orphan, but it doesn't explicitly say it. At least so far in the book, yeah, I think he, like he's just the oldest cousin. That's all well, we know about. Him. Well, it says that Bilbo adopts him. You'd think that if yeah. he was adopted, like in that case, like he he would be. Yeah, well, the parents could have been like unfit. You know, they mm. could have been mm. on uh, Hobbiton heroin or mm. something else and just yeah. um, maybe in the books he could have been a ward of the state we don't know maybe we go on this journey just to find out that sauron was his father and that he fought in the clone wars with gandalf could be interesting something like that yeah we don't know there could be clone wars in this just like there are in star wars Bilbo could be cloning himself i think we, we have talked about the rest of that yeah, we've yeah. True. Timothy, I, I don't mean to hijack your podcast. Um, I feel like you yeah. were headed in a direction. So what's uh what? Sam, come what? on. <laughs> we all know that it's my podcast, right? Yeah, come on, come on. We all yeah. know whose podcast it is. All right. So that means it's time to move on to our next segment, well, Talkin' Tolkien, <laughs> where we remind the was... world of pop culture and personal experience for instances of people talking about Tolkien. And then and we Whoa. as a panel discuss these and do some of our own talking Tolkien. So, you know, this this week's talking Tolkien is going to center around a film that I watched last night that features a little bit of talking about Tolkien. Okay. So in Ryan Johnson's 2005 um, neo-noir film Brick, we get this little mm-hmm. non sequitur. Okay, so I'm going to play Lucas Haas's drug dealer, The Pen, and Sam is going to play Joseph Gordon-Levitt's Hard-Boiled Wait, you trend. planned a whole segment Brendan. without okay, my so, knowledge? All right, so quiet when you're quiet. You're both and in gonna, on this? We're going to recant these lines from the film I, Brick. I did not know this right, was going to happen on my quiet, show. Oh. No, no. Okay, okay. Um, so, all right. You read Tolkien? What? You know, the Hobbit books. Yeah. His descriptions of things are really good. Oh, yeah. He makes you want to be there. And scene. 
So I want to open up to the panel a couple of questions. Mm -hmm. Do we concur that the descriptions are like this? Can we concur so far? Have we gotten so, far enough to concur? I and think then with, lastly, yeah. the last question, Chad gave this film two stars on Letterboxd. Why is Chad wrong? Discuss. Yeah. Uh, so the film wasn't Sam? my favorite. Oh, okay. That's true. Yeah, I mean, I don't remember what I rated it, but I remember liking it enough to recommend it to Timothy and saying, like, this is a movie you should watch. And it's on the Criterion channel, which means it's good. Mm. And so, um, yeah, I, I'm probably going to rewatch it. I, I rewatched um, a little bit of it last evening, and uh, it looks great. It's a great setting for a neo noir film um, in high school. Joseph Gordon Levitt. He's incredible. He's so cool. Amazing. He's very fun. He's, in it, he's great. Sure. That the filmmaking. Five hundred days of summer. Oh, well, just go, go to. It's very good. It's a great film. Um, care to comment, Chad? So I do think. So I, I wasn't the biggest fan of the movie. I love Ryan Johnson. Uh, I've only seen two, two of his other movies, but uh, and that's The Last Jedi, the best Star Wars, and Knives Out, which is a fun little murder mystery romp. Um, Brick Looper's was good Brick was good. Uh, yeah, I need to watch Looper. I love time travel stuff, and I, I would I know I, I know I'd like it. Um, as far as does that sentiment ring true? I'd say as of this sentence, absolutely. The idea of not having to worry about being an adult until 33 and um, having irresponsible 20s be like the expected norm, that's a place you, you want to you live there. You want to be there. Uh, so I agree with that sentiment entirely. I, I was going to say so far, I don't know if I agree because he hasn't really... We don't, we don't know what the Shire looks like. Like we're not... right. We're not fully engulfed, and I'm like, yeah, that like sounds nice, but like, we get little glimpses of how the townsfolk communicate amongst each other, and really, they they they're a bunch of gossipers uh, talking about Bilbo behind. His yeah, back. yeah. So so yeah. so far, I don't want to be there, but um, if, if this is a continual segment, I I think in the future I may like to be there. Yeah, it will be. Yeah. Okay. I think, well, um, I don't the... know that that's your call necessarily. Uh, if it's a continuing segment, because it is still my show. When Penn uh, says Timothy, something, I understand you brought a diagram to my show that you made. For yeah, this I like segment. to diagram the sentences for each episode of my show, and there's a yeah. uh, sentence you all in the email. You can take a look at it. This one was yeah. terrible. The the um oh yikes the it's way a, at that time Frodo was still in his tweens yeah. as the Hobbits called the irresponsible twenties. I spent a while trying to figure out. How that works how that as mm -hmm. the hobbits called it's more complex than it initially seems and mm -hmm. um i came up with this uh, i didn't come up with this design but i encountered it as as a way to represent like a adverbial uh a, a, an adverb introducing an adjectival clause or something like that i'm not even really sure so yeah it's probably wrong but um and it looks strange so well, this um, less than sign is of your own creation it's not of my own creation this is this is something i found in like uh, handbooks for diagramming sentences but oh got it it's um it's uh but i'm not i just mean and, i'm not uh, totally sure that that's the wind got it. it okay yeah, and technically yeah. that's a, a greater than sign not a not a less than sign technically um, well it depends on how you look at it so uh i mean if you're looking at it upside down yeah i guess you're right but like when is Maybe that he been? was well yeah. okay um now it's time for my favorite segment of my show the lord of the Rings sentence jrr what does it stand for where i guess the initials of jrr tolkien's uh name 
I got John. I got Ronald. Um, and the second R, it's going to be something weird, or at least hard to guess. Uh, I don't want to say weird. Uh, he, let's see, Tolkien was born in South Africa, moved to England. Is that, uh, that's correct, right? I'm unsure. Do we know? Timothy, do you know? No comment. No comment. So let's see. I'm going to do a Google search real quick for South African surnames. Is this cheating? I don't think so. Cheating. This isn't cheating because I'm not looking up J.R.R. Tolkien's initials. Mm -hmm. uh, well, oh. I guess Tolkien is his surname. So it's yeah, not like it's a surname, uh, you know. South African names. Oh, probably should do start with R. This feels like cheating. South Africa. R names from South Africa. Uh, wow, Reese was one of them. So that was my guess last week. So that's interesting. Mm -hmm. um, I will guess. Let's see. Raphael. Spell it. R-A-P-H-A-E-L-L-E. -L -L -E. No, that's not right. And Timothy, you do know what it stands for, correct? I do. I do know what it is. So this segment is letting guests get. Yeah, this is letting guests do it. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, so Chad, I want to clarify. Um, I'm, gonna clarify I'm not going to pull a mark here. Uh, I asked you to spell it, but it's not any form of. Raphael. So I, I gathered that from your grin that you had on your face. <laughs> I'm not grinning. Um, is I'm it? Grinning. Yeah, you. I guess Chad gave his guess. Yeah, the guests can uh, guess. That's I, how the um, game works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. So, is okay. it? Give me a second. I want to think of a good one. Is it? Rube. Like Goldberg. Rube Goldberg. <laughs> no, it's not Rube. Okay. Um, I tried. Interesting. Well, this has been. Thanks for letting me guess, though. This has been JRR. What does it stand for? Um, last week we had a segment called Lord of the Real Estate. Uh, it's like the third episode in a row. We fourth episode in a row. We've done Lord of the Real Estate. I am not sure if anyone has any real estate themed, uh, talking points to go through. I think we all want to live in Hobbiton if we're living in Middle Earth, pretty much. Um, I, 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 I if, you're, if you're curious in being your own lord of the real estate refer to the last episode and contact me through my uh instagram or right. letterboxd thank you okay okay uh timothy you were saying i i, I did want to say that when the lord of the real estate first became a segment um yeah the shire seems the obvious place and i, I think if mm -hmm. i'm just going to be completely honest yeah that seems like the most uh you know it's like safe and chill yeah. and seems like a good place to live i do really like rohan um mm. i really like uh just a lot of this is the set design and production design and stuff in the films is really amazing and it's like a recreation of these almost like kind of northern european like sort of um medieval i don't know craggy hillside kind of yeah towns and villages and um hamlets and things like that and uh, i i think that would also be awesome i like i've in the past enjoyed riding horses and i could imagine riding horses around these big plains and it seems nice yeah you would be a rider of rohan yeah, and then the other part of me would want to have like a small studio apartment in Rivendell, a little bit of urban living, <laughs> um, which is like, uh, I don't know, Rivendell's like uh, heavily 
I guess I imagine is like a heavily gentrified sort of uh cultured like yeah, area it's it's yeah. all elves yeah. yeah um brie i think is an as another fun place that bar they go to in brie um looked like the bar seems fun. nice the town I, seems I, kind of miserable I, but... I, I, I well it's just like raining you, all the time i feel mm-hmm. like you drive into brie like i feel like yeah you stop through and your friends are like dude what if we went to brie tonight you know uh, <laughs> But, uh, no, they're they're by the river, right? Rooms. They yeah. Fuck yeah, that's, ferry. that's like if you want to go on like a rafting weekend, mm-hmm. and you're like, let's hit up Bree, let's go to that bar, let's <laughs> that one bar tubes down name, the river. Like, let's stuff the beds with pillows so that the ring wraiths <laughs> yeah, stab yeah. them instead of us. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Bree seems uh, cool. Uh, Sam, you have any thoughts? Where 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 you want to live in, in Middle Earth? I mean, I hate that the Shire seems so obvious. But it's but that undeniably it's, nice. It seems really great. It just seems yeah. good. I um yeah, I mean, is it Orlando? No. <laughs> but um yeah, it just seems nice. Living underground would be cool. Um, I like the round doors, like aesthetically, I think that's nice. And uh, um yeah, so Here's original, a question. Original, but, what uh, is the Orlando of Middle Earth? Like, where would Walt Disney Mordor build his Mordor? Mordor is like the the whole uh, all the land that Disney bought, you know, mid century, right? And, and they've yeah, been basically I, doing to it what Sauron does to Mordor. <laughs> yeah, it's like Tower the, of Terror, right? The, you see the Tower of Terror fall the, down at the end. Yeah, it's the, the pits where they're like pulling Urukai out of the yeah. the ground and. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's them building space Disneyland. mountain is Baradul or whatever you know like yeah. it, it all works right yeah. all right so that was an easy question um like that well folks where can people find you online uh do not, do not find me online do not find timothy the guest of my show online and sam where can people find you um people can find me at sam c street on instagram or letterboxed um where yeah. can they find uh, southbound if they want to find a oh place if you want to see my film lab um it's at southbound film lab Hang my on. uh my phone died with a few months of social media content on it and so i have not posted on social media since then because i don't oh, no. have power but i do share reshare photos from other photographers so um if you're interested check it out if you want to shoot film you should it's not that hard if you want a quick tip overexpose your film um yeah i'm, I'm glad to I'm glad to help you you can follow me at chad a oliver you can follow the show at l-o-t-r sentence and you can follow my other podcasts, uh, we need to talk about Spider-Man and uh, Best Pictures. You can find those wherever podcasts are found. Um, thanks for coming on the show. Hey, thanks again. for joining thanks me for on this joining. episode, you guys. It's been so a much for having me, Tim. This is a real pleasure. This has been the 18th sentence of the Fellowship of the Ring. Tune in next week for the 19th sentence of the Fellowship of the Ring. Tune in next week. If this podcast was a pregnancy, it would be the size of an avocado. What? 18 weeks. Oh.
Okay. Thanks for listening to the 18th of the Fellowship of the Ring. Tune in next week for the 19th of the Fellowship of the Ring. And that's the end of the podcast. My podcast. Thank you. That might be cool.com. You never know.